step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Ballheads. This episode of The Rude Urban Truth is brought to you by Manscaped. Have you ever been sitting around thinking, man, I'm not feeling too fresh down there? Me neither. Honestly, I'm not because, you know, I take care of myself. And one of the ways I do that, I use Manscaped. They're the leading grooming product for men. Like it's been out for years now. So there really isn't an excuse for why you're walking around smelling so bad down there. One of the leading contributors to that is so much hair. You know, it doesn't mean you have to go bald, but, you know, tame it up a little bit. And the best way to do that is to use the lawnmower 3.0. It has a light. It has cutting edge ceramic blades. And you can use the product for 90 minutes straight on a single charge. There are not too many clippers that provide that type of quality trim in such a short amount of time. Because honestly, when you have something that has over 7,000 RPMs, you can get things done fast. So if you need to get things trimmed up or know someone who needs to, Use promo code TRUT2020 at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping. That is free shipping and 20% off using promo code TRUT2020. Now let's get into the show. Oh, hey, y'all. Hey, you're on Candid Camera with Urban Laughter and JB. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I tried to lie to JB just now. Tony Miles ready and he seen me on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad that we got this camera thing going so I can just look over there, glance over. I can see when your hair is stiff. I can see. He low key sick. I, I do like this walk. new color though. I do like. I the did new it myself. I did it myself. I wanted to do a little darker blonde for like the fall. Mm-hmm. So my homegirl Ish helped me do it, and I dyed my own bundles. You see my ombre? You see that? Mm-hmm. Book mean, up, lady. Book up. Ain't that what they say? Okay, so I'm taking my compliment back. It's okay. Don't be a hating hoe. <laughs> hating hoes ain't happy. Happy hoes ain't hating. But thank mm-hmm. you. I did try to do a darker blonde. I was like, a darker blonde for fall will be nice. And then come summertime. We back. Brighter I than suppose, ever. I suppose. Well, y'all, she already said my name. I'm JB, and this is the Rude Urban Truth. And I I'm, I actually do like her hair. I'm, I'm going to leave it out okay. there. You know, Thank I'm you. still on this birthday high, so I'm just going to be giving compliments left and right to people. Boy, go to hell. Mm-hmm. You ain't get birthday compliments. Oh, my birthday was great. It was amazing. Damn, you didn't even give me a chance to ask you. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've been eager to talk about it. It was my it's it's so far by far my favorite birthday I've had. It's his favorite birthday, Ryan. I hope you hear this. This has been his favorite birthday. Mm-hmm. Favorite, favorite not a see, favorite, the favorite. Got to see family. I got to see friends. It was it was fun because you know I hadn't seen anybody in over a year, well almost a year. So it was it was nice to finally. You hadn't see seen nobody, nobody wanted to call. see you. First of all, ma'am, 
let's not forget that there was somebody i did want to see but i did not see them um but you know what, whatever i have an announcement too Mm. I, but we're still talking about my birthday, so I don't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try to explain to the audience why I wasn't there. I was intentionally initially coming, right? But mm-hmm. then I had to. She intentionally didn't come. No, y'all, <laughs> listen. Y'all know I got this new apartment in New York. It was between that and this new employer. Well, I got a new job on JB's birthday. And I actually waited until Saturday to tell him so that I didn't take away from his day or his moment. Because like, you know like, I'm the Beyonce. I feel like I should say, I should say, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was First the spirit love, of my birthday that set everything in motion. Y'all, I'm moving in two weeks. Two. T-W-O. Is November 7th two weeks from now? That's when I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm, is it? I feel like it's a week-ish. It's a little under two weeks because Saturday will make a week. The 31st and it leaves me a week. <clears throat> I'm hoping I'm moving with Joe Biden as president. Child, tell me about it. I'm like, please let me be moving with Joe Biden as president. Tell me about it. You seen that they um they done passed that hoe into Chow, yes. My ovaries to be a new sup- have a long uh, Supreme Court side. justice. Yes, mm-hmm. Chow. I seen that they were confirming her today. You know confirmation is basically, well, you know, confirmation. Mm-hmm. We hate to see it. We hate, hate to see it. Hate to see it. Yeah. So over it. But Hopefully, we won't have to be dealing with this for. Two I'm hoping that they longer. vote to expand the Supreme Court from nine to eleven justices. They expand that puppy to eleven. We could slap two more libs on. <coughs> right, but they ain't. And if they do, I mean, it, don't, it won't be don't until say, it won't be until later. But let's be hopeful. I'm hoping mm. they expand it because it's on the table. They mm. need to expand it at this point. We need eleven, or we could just cut back. Like we don't really need nine, and they just cut them from newest to oldest. They just hack these last two off and leave it at seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, you know what? You and you, one way, see ya. Hmm. Well, I guess we know how your weekend was, and we know how mine was. Yours was great. It was. It was great. I'm glad it was. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed it. It was for the greater hmm. good long term, because now that I have a better paying job, I can get you a better gift. I mean, well, that is. I mean, I sent you a little. Well, I sent Brian something like, "Hey, here's something towards festivities." But you know, but it was next time. It might be a Bentley for all unit. I mean, (laughs) it might be a Bentley. I'd be content with you just paying off my student loans, but you know, go to hell. Can work too. Okay, we'll sell the Bentley. Beniqua had a post up the day that said, "Can you imagine me going into a dealership like, hey?" I got this Bentley. <laughs> I want to sell it. Um, oh, you was trying to sell it to a dealership. I was thinking of a local drug dealer, cash. Okay. Do you know how but... much money I'm not going to get when I do that? I was thinking of a local <laughs> drug dealer off the books. You probably could get changed. Mm-hmm. But that's how I'm going to end up getting caught up in some drug laundering or money laundering scandal. Wow. I watched enough Queen of the South and Ozark for me to know better. Aniqua had a post up today that said, um, honestly, if my man buy me a Birkin bag, I'm selling it. And I actually kind of felt it. Like, I really like Birkin bags. I think they are beautiful bags and they are amazing. But, um, yeah, I ain't got to carry one. Because, like, I would be the only person with a Birkin bag. Like, I don't hang with celebrities. Like, if I hung with celebrities, it'd be, like, a flex. Like, girl, you got the blue one? Ha, I got purple. Like, you know? It's not no fun when we all. Like, so. It's just you know, skin, mostly. Yeah. I was about to say, I tend to I not look at things skin. that I can't afford. So Smart move. 
<laughs> I still like it's no fun if me and all my friends are sitting here and all my girls got Louis bags and I just come up with the Birkin. Like this is no fun. Yeah, you out here trying to show up, everybody. Right, and I'm not into that. I mean, you know, I'm gonna do my flex, but I ain't trying to like, <laughs> shit on people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna flex a little bit, but not like that. Like, that's not my DNA. Mm-mm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna keep the Bentley how. I was gonna get you for myself. There's that. That sounds, that sounds about right. You can keep it. Note it. Because, like I said, I just want my student loans paid for. Or you can pay off some things. Like, my car doesn't have much left. Mm-mm. You can push no. that. You get the gift I give you or nothing. <laughs> Either you take this Bentley or you get nothing. So, Ballheads, since I have been shut down for all of the things that I've been uh, asking for in the beginning of this call, let's go ahead and move into the show. So, if you have not subscribed to us, definitely subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're listening to us on. And if you are not following us on social media, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rude Urban Truth Podcast and Twitter at Rude Herb Truth Pod. And as always, you can go to our website, therudeurbantruth.com, where you can look at our bios, look at old episodes, and visit our store so you can buy a couple things. That is all I got for my spiel. Are we ready to move into the Rude Card of the Week? Are we, though? I, mean, I don't know. You tell abruptly. me. I think we are. I mean, you did shut me down for getting my student loans paid for and my I mean, car paid off. You, you tried so. to sell a Bentley to like a legit dealership instead of a drug dealer. <laughs> I know, but you were trying to get me to sell it to a drug dealer and then end up being arrested for like participating in some like money laundering or something. You got wow. me washing money. I mean, everything. Ain't that how the Kennedys got it? I mean, but yeah. you see what happened to the majority of the Kennedys, you know too. What? Yeah, you know what? That's why I took that back. <laughs> I that right back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you have a root quote of the week? I do. And it's sound advice. Speaking of drug dealers, crackheads give the best advice. They'd be like, don't be like me. And you'd be like, you know what? You're absolutely you're right. damn right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? There is Probably no some of the most sound here. advice you'll ever get. Okay. They definitely go, oh, don't be like me. I won't. You're right. You're right. They do. It's- it's always funny because I sit back and I think about when I was growing up and how we used to have crackheads that would literally be walking around the neighborhood selling stuff. Mm-hmm. There was one lady and some of the crackheads I grew up seeing, they were really strong. Like they would be really, cause she would be walking up the street, like with a whole TV and I'm and like, Oh my God, how you doing? Yeah. Like the work ethic is, is. Yeah. Le- I mean, legit. God rest his soul and I love him to death, but you know, my dad was a crackhead at one point. Bro was no slouch. <laughs> he was, the, the, he was definitely in the top 10. like oh yeah i I get it okay yeah Mm -hmm. bro was definitely in top 10 well shout out to the the crackheads giving this great advice and Mm -hmm. shout out to the people actually taking it Uh, me my dad gave me advice all the time and i took Mm -hmm. it It my dad gave me advice he told me not to date anyone that walked outside barefoot because they're a hoe this doesn't count your dad wasn't a crackhead i was relating to like crackhead giving advice well, I was I, mean, I was, was trying to connect with head. advice in general. Like he just said that people who walk outside barefoot are hoes. I mean, I never forgot it. You know what? That might. Mm. You walk out barefoot, uh, urban laughter. Hell no! You know, I keep something <laughs> on my feet. <laughs> if I got to go in the slippers, <laughs> uh-uh. I keep Any- something on the feet. <laughs> I wish I could see her swat. That was something that's flying around her. A gnat. 
I don't know if you ever like, I forget, because it went right in my lash. I'm thinking like, these are not even authentic. Back up. I'm, like, I'm over here like, is she seeing stuff? Like, no, what is happening? No, a little gnat being sickening. But let's go ahead into, uh, into black magic. I have someone this week, and I actually wanted to choose them for a different reason. Typically, we're highlighting someone who's done something and, you know, has impacted society in some way. But I also thought it would be a good opportunity to just highlight someone in a way, just being happy for something working out for them. So I happened to be perusing the Internet, and I came across That's this article about... Uh, her name is uh, Dakara Spence. She is, well, she went viral, not because of something that she did, but um, actually, no, Dakara is the one who posted it. Let me, make, let me be clear here just to make sure everybody has all details. Dakara is the one who actually posted the article. Dakara works at a, a, a place called the Spot Bar and Grill in Decatur, Georgia. She interviewed a girl. Her name was uh, Kayala Jones. She interviewed her and Kayala got the job. And I guess I guess the care happened to be looking at the security footage and she saw Kayala outside and she just was dancing. Like you can tell she was just so happy that she got this job. And it just made me smile watching and the video went viral. And when they actually ended up getting in touch with uh, Kayala. She basically was she basically said that she had been homeless for two years. And then because of the pandemic, she couldn't find a steady job. So then when this job came through for her, like, you know, this was like her praise moment, like she finally was able to see things working out for her. And it was just nice to see her being celebrated and then her boss actually loving what she saw. And, you know, they've gone viral. They've been going and being spoken to by a lot of news stations and stuff like that. But I only wanted to highlight it because in the middle of all this pandemic and all of the negativity that's going on, it's nice to see something positive come up for somebody, mm-hmm. especially someone like her who was in need, who's been homeless for a while and has not been able to find a job. So I just wanted to highlight her and I'll, you know, get the link out so that we can actually post it somewhere on our social media so people can see, because, you know, sometimes we forget to take a moment and really be thankful for the blessings that we have. And this is like a reminder of that, like this person didn't have anything. She had nowhere to stay. And I don't know if she has a place to stay yet now or not, but she has a job where hopefully it'll be able to position her so that she can get a place to stay. So I just wanted to highlight Miss. Kayala Jones yes, that is and Dakara Spence. So, and again, shit. yeah, and again, this, the, she's working at the Spot Bar and Grill in Decatur, Georgia. So, I mean, if you are in, you're one of those people who's out going to eat and you're social distancing and wearing your mask like you should, definitely go check it out. You might run into her. She might have more of a testimony for you. <laughs> you never okay. know. I'm sure she has a lot of people coming in there now. Then again, yeah, don't do that because she probably get annoyed by people coming in there now because now everybody know her business too. But, you know, and I just put her business out there some more. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but yeah, seriously, I just wanted to highlight her and just say something good and positive for a change because, you know, with everything happening in government lately, these debates, the pandemic, COVID-19 everywhere, you know, jobless claims still being steady. It is nice to see something good happening for someone. And I always say that if you can't celebrate other people doing well, then 
um, that sounds like that might be a problem with you. Like you should be able to find joy in seeing other people do well too. So hopefully seeing someone else doing well makes you feel better and hopefully it inspires you so that you can be doing better soon too. It does. It makes me happy because we love to see it. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It yep, beautiful. yep, yep. But moving right along. Let's move into rude talk. Do you want to lead us off this week or do you want me to lead us? Um, I can lead it off because I got a question okay. for you. All right. All right. When you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. what time should you be home every night? Should you have a time to be home every night? Um, oh, look at your face. I don't, I don't know because I don't really think about stuff like that. Like in my relationship, we don't have like... Boundaries, you should be home by the time. It's more like you. There should be instead of worried about the time, you should be worried about the open communication. Like if this person just wasn't home and they never reached out to you, that's one thing. I don't like stuff like that because I, for me, I'm a worrier. So if you just don't come home, I'm naturally thinking the worst. So if you just, oh, I went here, then that's fine with me. I just want to be able to know where you are. So if something does happen and we don't know where you are, that I can tell people, hey, the last time I talked to them, this is where they said they were. Right. And I mean, even in my relationship now, I'm not a clubber like that. But Bay would have uh like every now and then go out. All I know, let me know when you on your I this is how I am. Let me know when you get there. Let me know when you leave. Like I want to so if I know when you left and something does happen, I can be like, Hey, around this time they told me that they left. I know that this is the route that they usually take. Something may have happened between there and here. Right. But yeah, for me, it's just about the communication. It's really not about the time. Like, I do expect that when I wake up in the morning that you're there. Right, right, like, like, right. But I think most people, hopefully, when they're in relationships, they have, they make reasonable decisions when it comes to that. Like, like you're not just like, hey, I'm grown. I'm going to do this. Like, you should be thinking about, like, hey, this person, especially if you're living with them. Because right. I think that, that's a big difference, too. If you're going home to your empty house, that's one thing. But if you're coming home to someone that you're living with, the least you could have done is tell somebody where you were and what time you were anticipating being home. Right. That's I agree. I, I think if I if I had to be, because I, I feel like you, like, is there really a set time to be home? And you know I'm a happy hour. <laughs> you know I mingle. You remember after, y'all, JV used to be hour. I used to stay. Me, Toyin, and... um. Dang, I forgot the other girl's name, but me and Toyin was cool. We stayed at somebody's happy hour. We'd be all like, let's get happy. Let us leave. Or that, mm-hmm. or live after five. You know, live after five will bring you home well after midnight. Possibly 1 a.m. depending on the night. I think if I say you had to be home for a weeknight, maybe 11, depending mm-hmm. on like Bay's job or whatever, but maybe on a weekend like 3.30 because, you know, you got to have time to eat chicken after the club and shit because, <clears> you know, you got to sober up a little bit. Or you could just mm-hmm. come in screaming. Holding the henny bottle to your head, just ah. Don't be coming and making noise, cause then I'm gonna be mad. Uh, yeah, that's it's true. entirely too late to be coming in here making all this noise. How about you bring your ass in here and just get right in bed and go to sleep? Wow. Or eat and go to sleep. Don't yeah. be making noise. It's too late. Don't get that. sick, cause I'm leaving you where you stand. I'm joking. I'm not going to leave you where you stand. I was about to say, oh, you're just going to leave them where they stand? No, I hear you. I'm not. I'm joking. I Has anyone ever to told you that they wanted you home by a certain time? Um, Once, but it was on some like, I was going out and th- um, he knows that I'm late for everything. So I really probably shouldn't have went out, but it's on some like, yo, could you at least be back here by like midnight so we could get up and do what we need to do in the morning? 
like and be ready and on time. So that was the one exception, but I understood why because it was kind of like low key. You should be rejecting this, but be great, boo. Just be mm-hmm. back in. So yeah, that was one time. One time on the one time. That was it. Because you know, good well, if somebody told me they need me home by a certain time, I'd be there absolutely late. You'd be like, okay, be home by twelve, and I will see you at three thirty. Hmm. Maybe that's why I'm single now. Yeah, but am I'm I really single? Because I still be mingling around with. You know what? Mm. Let's move on to something else. Okay. <laughs> I got something for you. So Shonda Rhimes kicked ABC to the curb. Mm-hmm. I know yeah, you I knew, about that, right? you remember they they talked about it. Well, I I knew so something had happened because it was like months ago where they said that she had struck a deal with Netflix, but no one really knew right. the details of it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically the straw that broke the camel's back was a Disney pass. Basically, she has some relatives coming into town. The company gives her a Disney pass as part of her contract. She needed an extra one for her sister. They bitched about giving her the extra one for her sister. They finally give it to her. Sister gets to the gate and the card declined. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. it here. So then she calls an exec up and like kind of tell him like, oh, what's up? Like the pass is all messed up. And he's basically like, don't you have enough? And she basically was like, oh, yeah, no, we're done here. She called him. She called her lawyer up, said, yo, <laughs> let's get Netflix on the line ASAP. They got him on and it's been history ever since. My mm-hmm. question is, is she petty or is she right for the Disney pass? thing that broke the camel's back i don't think it's petty at all because when you think about it she has made numerous shows for abc <laughs> numerous. hello hello and all of her shows are still up there like grace and adam has been going on for like 13 14 seasons she has scandal over there she had four of the people i think that was a part how of to get away with murder. Too, how to get away with murder she has all of these shows i've read somewhere where they said that her shows alone have give, uh, made abc over two billion dollars Hello. So and y'all couldn't give sister a are, Disney pass? Yeah, you couldn't give her a Disney pass. Like, uh, granted, Disney. could she afford a Disney pass? Yes, but yes. you know what? She's also showing you that other people can afford to do what they need to for her, too, by leaving because mm-hmm. you couldn't do something so small as doing like a Disney pass. And really said it's not. But what made me hot is that y'all gave her a Disney pass and it declined at the gate, though. Like, that's mad right. embarrassing. Forget the embarrassment. Like, why did you go through the hassle of that? Like, I didn't get to this park thinking it's going to be sweet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, can you step to the side, ma'am? Like, <laughs> First of all, it felt like at that time when me and you had went to that um, Carowinds. Remember we went to Carowinds? Oh, y'all, Carowinds mm-hmm. tried to make me take off my girdle. I was absolutely not. I told him, like, I was she, not she going to. She told her straight up. She was like, I'm not taking off my yeah, girdle. No, I'm not going to be spilling out in front of all these folks because my little thing kept beeping. I told her, like, look, it's a girdle. It's wire under here, okay? It's not coming off. But it was mm-hmm. funny. And she understood, too. She was like, mm-hmm. okay, I turned girl, around, I y'all. I see JB crying. He said, All I see was you talking about, I'm not taking it off. <laughs> I was this serious though. I had to tell TSA that one time. They were like, there's something foreign, a girdle. Y'all know it's a girl. I know y'all can see on this x-ray. This is undergarments. And I'm not taking it off. And it was again mm-hmm. a black woman. And she was all like, listen, sis, I get it. She just patted me down. Yeah, because no, I'm not gonna be spilling all out in public. That's the whole point of me wearing this thing. Okay. But yeah, I didn't see it. I, it is what if there's anything that's petty, it's the fact that she told everybody what was going on. Right. That to me is the slightly petty part, but her leaving. Not at all. And then to see that she went to Netflix and apparently under Netflix, she's already currently working on at least 12 different projects. Mm-hmm. Her first project him. is supposed to be dropping this December. I know on Christmas, but she mm-hmm. also made a good point to tell them you are not getting replicas of what ABC is. So I'm not going to hold you. I'm excited. I'm excited for the new content because, you know, Shonda Rhimes usually do put it out like it's mm-hmm. usually she, she does good. I'm excited about her creative freedom and I'm just looking forward to some fresh shows from her. Like not saying that I'm yeah. tired of the old ones, but you know something fresh is always nice, especially I mean, now. Some where of I feel her like shows have run it. They've run their course. 
Yeah. Like, you know, scandals done, how to go to where, where murders done, and Grey's Anatomy will probably done something too. Like yeah. these shows are eventually getting to a point where it's like, okay, there's not, too, there aren't too many stories left to tell. Right. So it's great that she's going to be on a platform where she can create new stories without having to worry about, you know, being censored for one, because she can have it be exactly how she wants it to be on Netflix rather than having to worry about it being on network television. Mm-hmm. And sounds like these net, uh, Netflix execs are willing to pay her what Top she's dollar. probably worth, because I'm I would not be shocked if she was still getting lowball with ABC. Mm-hmm. Me too. They're happy. See, so I wanted to ask you what you thought about it because me and my homegirls talked about it Saturday. And I was like, let me see what this, let me get a guy perspective on it. Like, what did JB say? Mm-hmm. I saw that. I was like, oh, do you? Because if I would, I would do the same thing. Because I'm like, if mm-hmm. I've done this much, the least you could have done is gave me the Disney pass. Like, bruh. Yes. The least. It's just a Disney pass. Right. Just a Disney pass. But they'll learn now because ABC doesn't really have any good programming right now. Black-ish. The only thing that I watch on, um, yeah, but even sometimes Blackish ain't always that good. <laughs> like some of the episodes are gonna be hit or miss, but like right now, the only show that I faithfully watch on ABC is For Life, and I, I like that show a lot. That's the show that's done by Fifty Cent about the the guy who was uh, he was in prison and then he became a lawyer while in prison to get himself out and he was working to get other inmates out that had been wrongfully uh, convicted for things really good show yeah it sounds like it yeah you, you'll like it you'll definitely yeah. like it. the second season is about to start up so i think the first season is probably on netflix right now hmm. so definitely worth I checking i need out. to catch up with that mm-hmm. they've been watching powers on their mid-season break which I wish they had told me. You know, when I saw the thing, it said it looked like they coming back with maybe only like two or three episodes before. Right. Over. Like, y'all could have let this run. Mm-hmm. Uglies. Right. All right. So, you know Halloween's this week. We got to shake mm-hmm. it up a little bit, okay? okay? So, first of all, this neighbor was not here for the tricks to give out treats. Now, is this person the a-hole? I feel like it was relevant because, you know, again, Halloween and shit. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So... Do I want theme music with this? What it's kind little... of theme music? I don't know. Maybe some Michael Myers. I would have to find something. I was prepared to find something. Well, I mean, I had to pull it up anyway because and why I have it in the sheet, it's mad small. So I gotta I gotta pull this up on something else. Yeah, I tried to make it a little bit larger for you because Yeah, I had it on its original size initially, but it's 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 Yeah. Yeah, you, Are you giving me theme music? I feel like you're clicking yeah, around, I'm, I'm but looking you ain't for clicking some, on nothing. Yeah, I'm looking for theme music. Uh, you know, I feel like you're clicking around on nothing. So in the meantime, y'all, as we sit here and pause for this break, we'd like to tell you to buy Manscaped. Manscaped is the mess and bends below the belt group. Let me stop playing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me? They're like, oh, Manscaped is the best and bends below the belt group. Let us use this. Okay. So assuming this one is free, and it is, I will have some music for you. Oh, let's it's, get it it's, started. It's very dramatic and very um, scary sounding, but that's what we were going for here. Okay. And um, let's hope you like it. Uh, and if you don't like it, then whatever. So, yeah. All right. So it is preparing itself now, Ballheads, and the okay. leader of the Ballheads over here. And um, I couldn't even swing it right. That hurt. All right, so you ready? And add the, yep. All right, five, four, okay. 
you know, I'm counting her down for the music. Five, four, three, two. They do love start up in a minute. And Matt the a-hole for ruining, ruining thousands of kids' Halloween and not feeling bad about it. I live in a large neighborhood about 90 houses. We are what's considered the rich neighborhood. So our neighborhood has always has been a hot spot for trick-or-treaters. We used to get about 700 to 1,000 kids a year, and I've always loved getting trick-or-treaters because my kids are teens now and don't trick-or-treat anymore. But in the last four years, it's gotten ridiculous. There's thousands of kids and their parents flooding the streets, people with hay in their rigs, carrying kids around, trampling yards, littering candy wrappers everywhere, and the amount of small children walking around by themselves is appalling. People from the neighboring town of 30,000 people take their kids to my neighborhood. I was annoyed, but I never really did anything about it till two years ago. My daughter tripped and broke her arm. We didn't think it was a break, but we wanted to go to the ER anyway to get it checked out. And there were so many people in our neighborhood, we couldn't get out. There were cars everywhere, lying in the street, parking in people's yards. It was horrible. We had waited until everyone left about 1 a.m. to go to the hospital. My daughter had to wait in pain for hours. At that point, I was done. I contacted the neighborhood community, and we managed to get some folks, cops mostly, to stand at the gate with a list and only let in certain people, folks that live here, family members, friends. If you wanted to get in, you had to be close to someone in the neighborhood. It was great. There were only about 300 kids in the neighborhood, and after, there was barely any trash, and we're doing it again this year. I recently told my sister what I've done, and she got really angry. When we were kids, we had to trick-or-treat in other neighborhoods because we lived in a trailer park with no other kids. She told me I was a horrible person for ruining thousands of kids' Halloween. But honestly, I'm not too broken up about it. It was a hazard. If there was a fire or an emergency, no one would be able to get help. When I was a kid, there was never any cars lying in the streets. The residents could get out if they wanted. It was never dangerous. I don't think I was in the wrong, but I've always respected my sister's opinion. Am I the a-hole? Oh, info. There was no one in the cars. They were parked in the middle of the road and in yards so that there was no way for me or an ambulance to get through unless every driver in the neighborhood at the same time went to their cars at the same time and drove out. My daughter was 13. And in that awkward face, she doesn't know where to bother or doesn't want to bother anyone. And she said it didn't hurt that bad. I turned off the music because it was starting to get louder and louder. And I was like, okay, so it's about to get too loud. But is he the a-hole? No. I don't think he was. I don't think people really be thinking about how stuff like that could impact the whole neighborhood. Like a town, they had over 700 to 1,000 kids in one neighborhood. I mean, it's like that town. What's that town that we go to in North Carolina with the lights? I'm not sure, but um, it leads with those. It's like a a drive through thing. Like it's not like you just get to park. It's like you just riding through and going through. It's real organized. Yeah, in this case, they really getting out of their cars and like leaving their cars wherever while people are like in this case could be trying to leave. Like you never know. I Her. think that he I think if anything in his case, especially this particular time, he was legitimate in that. Like this was his daughter and she couldn't even go anywhere until one o'clock in the morning because the cars were everywhere. Like Yeah. Now I would sad. be I'm shocked I- that it, oh, so it is a large neighborhood, 90, car, 90 houses, but still, I'm shocked that there was nothing in place yet for something like this. After a while, when you yeah. start noticing that there are that many people coming there, you would think that like the housing community or whatever would come up with some type of plan right. to make something like this happen if they were still trying to participate in that. 
See, and that's what I was wondering. I was like, before he completely just cut him off, I was wondering, like, are there any, uh, there were no other alternatives where they maybe could even make it so that cars had to park in certain places and then mm-hmm. kids lie in the street so that people in emergency vehicles could get in and out. Right. I was like, dang, they just cut the kids out completely. But I, I mean, I dig it. They live here, they get the candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does I'm... sound like he grew up and didn't have um, a ton, but he did like, and it's not like he's, to me, it wasn't like he was being malicious because he actually likes Halloween and he likes the kids. He said it like, I like the kids because my kids are no longer babies. So I guess he's, he's vicariously living through the other kids. That wasn't an yeah. issue until the emergency came. And now it's like, okay, this is an issue about safety now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but I, I wonder if they could have something that. else. But yeah, yeah like, like if this is how it's been every year, you would have thought that the housing community would have already come together to try to find something. Because if this is because that's just a lot of people in one space, like not even just for this, that right. should be a, that's a safety concern in general. Not even if right. someone hurts themselves, you got that many cars in one small space. Anything can happen with something like that. Right. So, I wonder why the cops didn't propose that, though. Where they like do a stripper, even if they like staggered them in, like from mm-hmm. these hours, this many people can come in, and as people come out, they let people in, kind of keep mm-hmm. it flowing and, and safe. I mean, Again. because clearly they could do something if they were able to make it so that if your name is on this list and you can't come in, that means that something right. could have been in place this whole time. I don't know why they hadn't by then, because all it's going to do is keep getting bigger and bigger. Right. Like those type of things don't just get smaller. Like more people are going to start talking about it. And it's, you know, yeah. there are going to be more people there. Now, sure, I want to talk about how big this community is. 90 houses? What kind of community is this? <laughs> are we, is, are you this- really in an apartment complex? <laughs> like 90? That's to me, 90 lot. sounds like a lot. Yeah, I was it gonna is. say to me, that's what I said. Like, is it an apartment complex? Like, you got all these like, buildings. Are you counting all the units? Like, what I'm is how now, you... Like, is this a borough of its own, or not a borough? Right. Or is this like its own little like outskirt? This thing? is this is a mini town, right? I'm all like, yeah, basically. Are you they got their own zip code? Like, oh. Exactly. Probably <laughs> different time zone too. You know, I think about stuff like that when I'm moving around because the place I'm moving yeah. to in New York is um an hour and a half behind, so I'm gonna really have to be on time. Okay, so do you have any plans for Halloween? Mm-mm. It's on Saturday okay. this year. No, because you know that my job is doing this migration over the weekend, so my whole weekend is going to be taken up just sitting behind a computer importing shit into Salesforce. Are you getting money, though, for it? Um, No. You know, the this is like the, the good thing about being salary. They usually don't pay you for it. <laughs> they usually don't pay for it. Oh, okay. We can ask, like, can we get like some pizza or something? Can you give us some money so we can order something to eat since we're gonna be sitting behind a computer all day? What they say? Because uh-uh. this is supposed to be happening starting Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. This is literally seven days straight. Oh. If you ask me, then we should be able to get a day off during the week because we worked throughout the weekend. That's yeah, most jobs usually do that when your salary does. If you work on a weekend, they'll give you a weekday off. Yeah, that's what I think. But Look, I don't I'm scammy. S. Yeah, I don't K-M. know if anyone else. You see, I saw I spell scammy instead of S C. I say S K M. Mm. Instead of S C, it's S C A N M. I know. Yeah, sure. But Go yeah. to hell. Are you doing anything for Halloween? No, when do I ever do anything for Halloween? It's not my ministry. I ain't trying to dress like no. I'm not trying to get dressed up in one of them little cutesy outfits because I'm not trying to wear a girdle and a costume. And um, it's cold. And my knees hurt now. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> like if I do something right. it needs to be at somebody's house though I'm not totally opposed but it needs to be yeah, a I private event yeah it needs I to be a private event right now 
you know, I did a lot more than I normally would have done for my birthday this last weekend, especially with everything that's going on. I think I'm okay with staying in the house for some future festivities for a little bit. <laughs> some future festivities for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, sounds like I am thinking about drunk. Thanksgiving already, trying to figure out how that's going to be. Yo, I low-key am thinking about Thanksgiving too, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do because I'm not coming home. So me and my little friend, mm-hmm. the Loch Ness, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably just going to do something for us. Let me stop front like I don't love this man. You know, let me stop front like I don't love this man. Like, I just really be flexing on him. Now I want him to hear it and him be like, oh, so you really be fronting on me? Like, but no, that's JB making me front because I mean, no, it's be, better. I'll be sitting over here like, it's better girl. for my image to act single. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here like, mm, so we still doing this? Okay, well, I'll join along. I am a part of your story right now. Oh, shut up. But yeah, no, no mm-hmm. plans. All right, that's hmm. enough of that. Right. So, living while black. Because we've been what most of our lives? Black. Uh, that was mad dry. <laughs> that was so dry. But because I'm not black. used to you asking that. You usually are like, because we, I've been black, or we've been black most, most of, our, of lives. our lives. Not yeah. we've been what? Like, so they on, say living new. while black. We've been black most of our lives. Hmm. So, I will start us off. Um, have did you hear about the shooting of Marcellus Danette? Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's 19 year old. Yeah, that's really sad. So from the city of Waukegan. Is that how you pronounce that? I've never Maybe. Been over I know it got know. an A and a U. I don't know the sound that those two combos make together. <coughs> right. Because those well, two letters combined. Sounds Native there was, American. There was an um an Illinois Illinois police officer who shot him during a traffic stop um last week. And um they said that since then, the unidentified officer has been fired due to multiple policy and procedure violations. Um, he was in the car with his girlfriend, who is 20, Tafara Williams. She was also wounded in the shooting. Says that the officer was approaching the car when it began moving in reverse. The officer claimed he then feared for his life, so he started to shoot. He ended up shooting, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I forgot how he died. Did they say where he was shot, where he died? I don't think they did. They didn't say where he was shot at, but as far as, um, he was the girlfriend, shot. the girlfriend, she was shot and she had to have two surgeries for gunshot wounds to her abdomen and her arm. What were your thoughts about this? Cause you know, this mm-hmm. was, you know, this, this article was published on my birthday. So I kind of came across it a little bit later, but like, it seems like there are very little details in here. It is very little details. I do think when I read the article that they made a point to they made a point to say that it was another minority. Mm-hmm. Like they made a point to let them know like it was a minority. And my thing is like, and I think it was to take the heat off racial relations between black and whites. But mm-hmm. what they're missing is that with the racial relations was happening, it's regardless of the police officer's race. The issue is that the police are brutalizing us. Mm-hmm. That's the point. And usually the it's, police don't actually re- any type of repercussions of right. them doing it, it regardless just, of what they're racing. Right, exactly. And I, I think when I, that's what I got from the article that whoever was the author, they were trying to really drive on the point like, oh, this was another minority. This was another minority. Like not just white people are killing you. It's not about white people killing us. It's about other people. It's about police officers and brutality. 
That's the big takeaway. Mm -hmm. Now, they are primarily white. We're not going to take that away and pretend that that's not a thing. It is. But as we've seen in this case, this is another minority officer. And there was another minority officer some a while back that did something similar. The point being, police are brutalizing us. And mm -hmm. my thing, with the, when they said they started backing up, I was thinking, like, why would they back up in reverse if they were stopped? Like, I, my thing is, did they know that they were stopped? I know that well, sounds this, I, it's so vague. I, I found another article. I found another article that did has you? a little bit more details to it. So basically okay. it says that... It all started because around midnight, one officer, because there are two officers here, there's one officer who was investigating a vehicle that was just occupied. That's all it says. He was investigating an occupied vehicle and the car fled. But it says moments later, a second officer, who's the one who actually was the one who did the shooting, spotted the vehicle in a new, nearby area. As the second officer got out of his vehicle and approached, the car began to move in reverse and the officer fired in fear of his safety. Oh, okay. Okay. So they did know they were stopped. Because in my mind, they did know they were stopped. Yeah, it was just a cop that kind of pulled up. Just stopped. Yeah. Like he didn't have his lights on. Because see, that's what I, when I read it, I was yeah, thinking, like, thing. it I doesn't say see. anything about it being the lights on. It just says that he spotted the car. He right. got out of his vehicle and approached to uh, approached it. But it doesn't seem like there was any type of alert or anything yeah. like that. And see, that's what made me kind of think about Brianna. Like, when her boyfriend shot back, you didn't say you are the police. So the natural reaction is me. So if you see someone walking up to your car, I probably would have backed up too. But in my mind, I kept thinking, I don't know any black person in this day and age with what the police are doing to us that would back up intentionally on a cop. Yeah. And they know that they're stopped <clears throat> unless they had a death wish. But yeah, when I read that, I'm like, why like would they like back up? But it probably, probably was dark. Might not been, and I'm not saying it because it's vague, but probably was dark. Might not, couldn't see. All they seen was somebody walking up and they knew they needed to get out of dangerous way or potentially dangerous way. Mm -hmm. And in the process, it found out later on, like, oh yeah, this is a cop. Yeah, I've been wondering if the girlfriend um, has spoken out. So I was doing a quick uh, Google. It does look like I think she, she did. did. She said, girlfriend like the cops, she why would you fire on us like that? Um, yeah, so she said, uh, is that the mom? That might have been the mom. Well, okay, so I'll start there. So it says, in an emotional moment of gathering, Cliftina Johnson, who is uh, Tafara Williams' mother, um, held her cell phone to a megaphone as her daughter spoke to the crowd from her hospital bed. So the daughter said, don't allow them to do this to us. No justice, no peace. I won't sleep until Marcellus gets justice. He didn't deserve it. And they waited for him to die. No justice, no peace. And my son don't have a father no more, but I'm fighting for him. And I'm in this hospital. I'm trying to be strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the officer who did do the shooting said that she, he had been on the force for five years. Yeah, so long enough that you knew better. Mm -hmm. And they have a seven-month-old uh, seven yeah, seven son together who's named after the dad, Marcellus Stinnett Jr. That's sad, too. I, like, you know, these shootings are always sad, but when you see that there are children that are going to be without a mother or, or a father to me that makes it even worse because that's something mm -hmm. that a child is going to be living with for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that oh. is really sad so where's this family yeah mm -hmm. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out soon yeah and, soon enough and in my head I don't know if this is a valid thing but with this not even appearing like it's a legitimate stop it makes me wonder if there actually is like um like camera footage, like if he even turned it on, 
or like I don't know what the rules or regulations are around turning on your camera because a yeah. lot of them don't. And just they have said them multiple on all the violations. Time. They said multiple mm-hmm. violations. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely some protocols not followed. Yeah, even if he didn't even have a camera, even his story probably sounded like, okay, you still fucked up. Like, there's right. not too much we can do to help you because you still messed up in A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so that's that on that. And then turns out that one of the Black Lives Matter co-founders, Alicia Garza, found out from the FBI that um, she was being targeted by a white supremacist. Like, mm-hmm. Compliment to Donald Trump. I'm blaming yes. him. So it says that that, uh, she shared that the uh, agents from the bureau visited her to inform her that they had arrested a suspected white supremacist who was armed and has her name on a list. They arrested a man in Idaho on weapons charges who they believe was affiliated with white supremacist groups. They found my name on a list in his home alongside others. And she went on to continue to say, this is why this president is so dangerous. He's stoking fires. He has no intention of controlling. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, y'all, but this shit is not okay. Vote this motherfucker out for real. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tweet. <laughs> right. I like the tweet a lot. I'm on. Come that's, on, tweet. That's insane. That is. That's how. Imagine how scary that. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. That is. And then so now scary. it's like you, you wouldn't even want to stay home because if they had you on a list, they probably knew where to find you, unless they were just sitting back waiting to see when you were going to speak again. But that's just terrifying. To know that somebody was looking for you and it with all intentions on taking you out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wondering who other, what other people were on this list? Because if she's on the list with some people, there are probably some other notable names up there too that are probably yeah. getting targeted that mm-hmm. may not have spoken out yet. Mm-hmm. Or that the FBI haven't got, hasn't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Imagine the FBI coming to you to tell you somebody was trying to kill you. Right. And then, I mean, honestly, I'm sitting back thinking like, okay, it's great that they arrested him, but was he going to act alone? Mm-hmm. Were there other people that he was working with? He just had his own list there. You've you got one person, but what happens to these other people that might be actually still out here trying to do the exact same thing? Mm-hmm. That is terrifying. It is. It is. My heart sank. I was like, oh my goodness. I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Like FBI coming to my house telling me that. And then I got scared because then, you know, me, I started thinking like, what if the FBI is being shysty, but... I doubt they would be being shy to come up to mm-hmm. tell her, yo, girl, somebody tried to kill you. If they were going to be shy, they would just let it happen. Right. Well, you know, we are closing in on the end of our show, but I have two things that I want to ask you. One, are they quizzes? Did you finish? No. Did you finish watching Lovecraft Country? No. I had to turn my notifications off. I'm only one episode behind the finale. I'm going to watch it later it's just right now everything's super duper busy don't judge <sighs> your mother don't judge oh, gosh, look at your face. Right. i'm gonna watch it and my lovecraft i'm in the group on facebook and they're like going i'm like oh i gotta get myself together Mm-mm. okay did we talk about grand army yet the show mm-hmm. no maybe we did okay so this this is a show that you'll probably enjoy one it is a show that takes place in New York. <laughs> Two, it is a show that p- takes place in a fictional school in Brooklyn, New York. <sighs> and um, it is following kids in high school. Oh, so no, it's basically, oh, but no, but this is, it's so good. It is heavy though. Like, did you watch Euphoria? Yeah. 
Okay, you know how heavy how heavy euphoria was at times. Yeah, um, it's like that at times for this. Oh, so it's tolerable. It's tolerable, but it it has some moments where I was like, okay, I I I did. I was I'm in a TV group, and I did warn Mm -hmm. some people in there just in case. I'm like, I don't know if you've seen this, but if you've had certain traumatic experiences in your youth or even in your adulthood, Mm -hmm. it might be good for you to know that these things are coming. So that you're not watching it and then it triggers you because it didn't do a good job of like 13 reasons why or 13 reasons why I would have a disclaimer just before it came on. Like, yo, this particular episode is going to depict this just so that people were warned of it. Right. Um, didn't do that. It was just like in a top like, oh, violence, nudity, you know, those type of things. No, some people need to really know what was coming up, but it kind of it highlights some of the. They talk about certain social injustices that are going on and they depict them there. Talks about um, identity. Like there's an Asian girl who was actually adopted into a white family who's Jewish and she just feels like she's lost. She has no clue who she is. She has no connection to her Asian um, background, but she also doesn't feel truly connected to the white people that she's living with or their faith. So she's kind of all over the place. Um, you see a black girl, I believe she's Haitian, um, who is essentially having to take care of her mom and her sister. And her story kind of irritated me. Her mom really drove me crazy. Like I, if I want, I wanted to be like, look, you need to come here. We need to talk because you, you need to get some shit together. It wasn't okay. But I think you, I think you'll like it. It's nine I'm episodes. Like, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, see. it's nine episodes. So it's not bad. something to, when classes are almost over for this semester, we are done November 16th. I'm mm-hmm. feeling like, yes, God. And then I do have to throw this out there. I was a huge fan of Supermarket Sweep back in the day. And Supermarket Sweep is now back with, um, what's her name? Leslie Jones as the host. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually call her um, Tracy Morgan. And I... I'm not a fan of her on the show. Not a fan of her as a host. But why? I thought she was she loud. She's always screaming like, "Girl, bring it down! Come down! We're down here." I'm loud. I want to. I want to talk to her like Whitney Houston was talking to Brandy, but I want to change it up a little bit. Like, can you come down here? Like, why aren't you down here? Because she's like everything is on fifty all the time, all the time. Some of their clues and their games are not fun though. Is it like Tiffany Haddish loud? Um, no, it's like Tracy Morgan loud. That's why I keep comparing it. Like I think that she's, she literally is like the female version of Tracy Morgan because they both have this very loud, big personality, um, when they're supposed to be funny and it drives me crazy, but, um, it comes on Sundays for an hour, for an hour, so I've been watching that. So I've been watching that and I've been watching, um, the weakest link um, because Jane Lynch is now the host of the weakest link. She's actually pretty entertaining. Um, but some people are really stupid. And I just have me thinking like, if I went up there and y'all didn't like, we only got to eight, answer eight questions straight. And you want to be the one to miss a stupid question. Like what chart topping singer had the song WAP this year. And you say some mess like Beyonce, like I, I wanted to choke you out. There's no reason why you wouldn't know something like that. And then you 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 didn't bank, whatever. So, last question for you. 
before we close out today, because I was talking about game shows. Mm-hmm. What game show has you have you always wanted to be on? Legends of the Hidden Temple. I don't think I'd win, but I would have loved to be on it. Dog, I'd have been hauling. What team? What team would you be on? Why do you always got to be specific? I don't know. Maybe no, I would because be- I had a team that I wanted to be I on. I would be blue. I, I, was on, I wanted to be on the Barracudas. That's not the ones with the blue. Maybe I'm thinking about the wrong game show. I think no, about no. no, Legends of the Hidden Temple, were all, they had like animals and stuff. And one of them was the yeah, Barracudas. Yeah, that's right. I think the Barracudas they had different colors, red and blue. I'm all like blue. I'm black. I don't know the name, the official name. You know, we identify by color. Okay, this is not Kool Aid. First of all, but you do exactly. See, you are really black. I'm glad. <laughs> we I'm identify things by color. Okay. But yeah, you're right. And um, Barracudas were blue. Yeah. So you wanted to be on the Barracudas. They were blue and they had yellow. I'm all like, I wanted to be blue. Then when you said the real name, I'm thinking, I'm not even familiar with the real name. Um, the blue team is what I would want to be on because the blue God. team always won. They always won. Mm-hmm. Whenever they made it through, they won. Listen, I wanted to be on Guts. Legit. Guts was legit too. That's what because made me think that, that, that final mountain. I was like, you know, I would be working these kids like they're not ready. So it was for me. It was Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple. My mom and I used to want to be on, on Supermarket Sweep. That's funny. And, I, and I'm still trying to get on Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Like I belong on Wheel of Fortune. Like I, I don't, I don't even you know, know why I'm not up there yet. You I've been trying for years. Close friend, he was on Wheel of Fortune. He actually won. He got some change. You know, another thing about I ain't heard. <laughs> <laughs> he won Wheel of Fortune. And say okay, Yo, bye y'all. JB, yeah, y'all not about to get changed. undone. And I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard her mention him. Like, yo, he was traveling last time I had talked to him. And I, we had went he's out still to traveling like, off for Wheel of Fortune money. I'm not mad. <laughs> we went out to Patron off Central Ave in Charlotte. Child, I don't know where he at now. Broden went under red. He messed around me to won the lottery or something crazy. Yeah, I was the person that I, I even to this day, if I'm watching Wheel of Fortune, I've I've saw puzzles on Wheel of Fortune with just like two letters. <laughs> Like, cause my mind works in puzzles, so I I feel like I belong on those shows. But and easily solved, yeah. Um, I mean, I, did I tell you I used to answer the quizzes when I was a kid? Like back when I was a kid, they used to have like Willow Fortune uh, prize puzzles that you can call a number and get a prize from the uh, news station. We didn't have a phone, so I used to have to run across the street to <laughs> one of my mom's friends' houses to use a phone to call. But really it was worth it. Destiny. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Although the prizes were whack. Like, oh, you just won a, um, a lamp, a touch lamp. Don't nobody use them damn things yeah. no more. No, they was even out lava lamps in the 90s. And I know lava lamps. Well, no, they was back in the 90s. I take it back. Mm, scratch that. They were back. <coughs> they definitely used to about lava lamps, though. And I vividly remember that because I remember a red one one time that I seen. I was like, oh, this is so ugly. Like, I would be so mad if I won a lava lamp. <laughs> Like, this right. is all I get? That's it? I've been on great well, TV, y'all. No thanks. You can keep it. <laughs> well, Urban Laughter, we have reached the end of our episode. Do you have yeah. anything that you would like to tell our listeners before we close out today? Um, nope. Make good choices. Like, y'all remember when she used to actually have insightful things to tell y'all when we ended the show? She ain't got them no more. Wait, what? You talking way too fast? Back, I in, even hear you. back in the day, you used to be like, hey, yeah, I had this quote for them when they were leaving, but now, not anymore. Yeah. Y'all don't even get that from me, no. 
hate to mm-hmm. see it. Y'all get make your choices every week. Wow, every don't week. say every week though like that. Talk about every week. Mm-hmm. Oh, what what did you I mean, just tell them choices. this time? Make good choices. Said, you told them make good choices. Y'all need oh, to. Okay. It's too easy. It's it's easy to make bad choices in life, okay? Mm-hmm. I feel like making choices is sound. You know what? Go oh. to hell. I'm just saying. Let's I'm try just, that on. There's the advice. Yeah. Go to hell. That's this week's advice. <laughs> well, That's this I'm going to leave y'all with two things. One, thanks, Bay, for my birthday weekend. I enjoyed it. And, you know, it was easily the best birthday I've ever had. And two, this is actually from our own Urban Laughter from her board that she used to have at our job. This you need particular to save these one, I could be used some. This one says, don't be shy. Send that 12th unanswered text. Consistency is okay. key, queen. Consistency is key. Send it. You know what? I'm glad I agree with myself then and now. Growth. Did you just say I agree with myself then and now? Growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Growth. You know, see, this is why I can't take her anywhere. But I guess I don't have to worry about taking anywhere because she didn't even show up anyway. Well, he's mad dramatic, y'all. He <laughs> act like I wasn't even trying to do something decent. <laughs> no, I've been getting Carlos the same way because, like, okay, because he was keeping it a secret that he was in North Carolina. So, but he didn't actually wish me happy birthday until 8 30 that night. So, for the whole rest of the night, I was like, oh, wow. Well, I'm glad you now remember at 8 30 that's my birthday. Oh. But, Ballheads. If you haven't subscribed to us, definitely subscribe and follow us on social media at the Rude Urban Truth Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Rude Urban Truth, no, Rude Herb Truth Pod on Twitter. And go to the website, therudeurbantruth.com and check out everything there, including our store and buy a couple of things. And hopefully we'll have some sweatshirts and stuff in there for you all soon because it's getting cold. It was 46 degrees here in Dallas today. Listen, it's been cold in PA, baby. For it was reason. in the 80s, like on yeah. Thursday. Yes. Same. 80s here. Same. Ridiculous. But all right, ball heads. We will talk to you next week. All right. Farewell. Make good choices. <gasps> Bye. <laughs>